My guest today is Phil Kohler, here to talk about his review of Legend of Korra. My name is Justin McRoy, and you're listening to Polygon's Quality Control. Welcome to the program again. I'm so happy to be back. Uh, th- I'm I'm sorry we don't have a better game for you to talk about while you are while you are here. Uh, it's you know what it's becoming it's becoming kind of a trend. Um, you're you're getting me on to talk about all the bad stuff. It's fine. I can handle it. Um, Legend of Korra is an interesting beast because uh, it is a licensed game, which obviously doesn't um uh it doesn't raise a lot of. Uh, expectations from people all the time. Although I would argue that that situation has been gradually improving over the past it's few been years. Im- it's been improving, yeah. Um, but this one was developed by Platinum Games, who've made a lot of like really good games. So I think the expectations were high. Uh, what were your expectations like uh, going into the Legend of Korra? Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to have a sense of where things are going to be because, you, as you say, it's a licensed game. But licensed games have been getting better. But it's a licensed game from Activision, and they're they don't. You know, Activision hasn't been super great with their license properties, but they got Platinum to develop it, and Platinum's really good at, uh, you know, um, character action games, which is what this is, or, or brawlers, which is also kind of what this is. So the hope would be that maybe uh, maybe Platinum could make it work. Um, I, I definitely went in. I, I would say I went in with my expectations at least set a little bit higher than they normally would for a licensed game, if still uh still a little bit hesitant so uh I, I think there are a lot of people who aren't super familiar with this property myself included so like give me the 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 elevator pitch on the legend of Korra itself sure and i'm you know i'm i'm far from an expert myself so i'm sure somebody in the the comments will correct anything that i get wrong here but uh the the idea of the legend of Korra is it's actually a uh it's a cartoon series on nickelodeon um, that is actually considered a sequel uh, or a follow-up to Avatar: The Last Airbender, which you may have heard of. Um, very, very popular cartoon series that that ran for a few years. Um, it's it basically takes place in this world where uh, people who are really talented can learn how to do what's called bending, which is taking one of the elements, um, you know, fire, water, earth, or air, and uh, and manipulating it to to essentially create magic basically um most people can only use one of those elements but then there's one person who's who's called the avatar who is able to uh to learn how to bend all four elements Um, hello ball kid was he an avatar yeah that that was that was the original in avatar the last airbender um and now in this follow-up the legend of korra uh this is you know Many years after Avatar: The Last Airbender, I believe, um, and again, somebody may correct me on that. Uh, Korra is the new Avatar. Um, so this is pretty much a a a brawler. Is that accurate? Would you say? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's uh, you know, you're you're fighting big groups of enemies. You've got a uh, a weak attack and a strong attack, and your your whole goal is just punch these dudes until they're knocked out. Now, I you. I seem pretty down uh, in your review on sort of like the simplicity, like a lot of repetitive uh, action, uh, not a lot of diversity with the attacks and what mm-hmm. diversity is there is introduced pretty late. Um, do do you factor in the fact that this is a show that is targeted at kids 
when you're when you're attacking your review like this? Yeah, you know, I, I think it's worth absolutely considering that. And I've, I've had some people bring that up as like, you know, maybe your expectations were too high because this is made for kids. The The problem with that argument for me with The Legend of Korra is that um, so I think I think games that are targeted for kids can still be really good and really, really uh, entertaining um, for a wider audience as well. Um, so if you look at stuff like the Mar, uh, the uh, sorry, the, no, the uh, Lego games. Um, or if you look at stuff like, uh, the Disney infinity, right. Um, those are games where they're very simple, but the, the mechanics are still really satisfying. They're, they're developed enough to, to be entertaining for an adult. Um, so that's not the case in legend of Korra. And the other problem is I don't think, uh, you know, if you're talking younger kids, I don't think most kids are going to, uh, get a lot of enjoyment out of this either because it's a very very difficult game um it's it it requires even even some of the just random fights against regular enemies require a lot of uh a lot of skill with blocking and dodging in order to survive um so so for me it didn't pass the test on either end it it really isn't uh isn't fun for adults but also um i don't think it's actually going to have a great chance of appealing to a lot of kids either. Um, you, uh, Platinum makes a habit, I think, of, I would say, elevating brawlers in that they require you to think a little bit about what you're doing and how you're attacking a situation. Um, uh, Wonderful 101, I think, was good about this. Like, mm. you had to find the right way of approaching a fight and, and um, some of their other games as well. It, it, does this have that quality of uh, forcing you to like strategize a little bit in addition to just pounding buttons? There is a, a, a tiny hint of that. And, and where that comes in is uh, the, the bending system, as I mentioned previously. So uh, Korra has the ability to bend all four elements. And that means uh, you can essentially swap between um, fire, air, earth, and water. Um, and each of these has, their own strengths and weaknesses. Each has their own <clears throat> their own combo string attached to it. Um, so you know, like if you're using Earth, um, you're doing these big, heavy, slow attacks, but they they do a lot more damage. Um, if you're using water, you can kind of shoot balls of water at enemies from afar, so that gives you a little bit more ranged um, abilities. Uh, so yeah, that that definitely is is put in. Um, the problem that I ran into is. There aren't a lot of enemies who actually require you to uh, to use those different abilities. Um, there aren't a lot of situations where it's like, well, I need to use Earth against this person and then switch over to Water for this person. There's a, there's a few of them, but not very many. So in a lot of cases, it was more of just a matter of preference. It was like whatever I wanted to be using at any one time. Um, and and then the other problem, of course, is that uh, the the actual abilities you have to unlock them one by one, and it's not until over halfway through the game that you've unlocked all four. Um, so the, the, you can't, you don't, you don't even have the option to really switch between all of them until much later in the game. Um, there, uh, there's a, uh, kind of an elephant in the room when you're talking about a game like that, maybe not elephant in the room. We talk about a lot of games like this, but this game is a budget title. It's, it's 15 mm. bucks, you know? Yeah. Um, is that something that you, as a reviewer, like factor in when you're thinking about this kind of thing? Can you factor that in as in a review? Uh, you know, my personal policy, and this is kind of the general, I think, Polygon review policy as well, is that in in most scenarios, we don't really factor in 
uh, price um, because the the you know the simple truth of the matter is just that it's impossible for us to know what uh, what fifteen dollars means to any one reader, right? Um, and any any one reader, uh, you know, it, it might be somebody who is super rich and fifteen dollars is nothing. Or it might be somebody who is living paycheck to paycheck, and fifteen dollars is a, a you know a very serious uh, commitment, and they want to get the most out of that possible. Um, we 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 can't really determine that. Um, so so my approach has always been, and and again, I think this is the general polygon approach as well. Is for me, it's more about is it worth your time? Because time is something I think that's a little bit more uh, even for everyone. It's it's. Um, we, we all have a limited amount of time to devote to, to side projects and to, to things that are more for our entertainment. Uh, so that, that, that was more of my approach. It's less about, you know, like there, there are certainly, I think some people who might look at the price and say, well, for $15, this is worth it. Um, but, but for me, it's more about, is it worth your time? And, uh, I think for, for most readers in the case of Legend of Korra, I would say probably not. Um, a lot of people who are fans of the show are, are obviously into the the story. Um, how big of an element is narrative here, and like, how much does do you think somebody who's already a fan is going to get out of it? Um, you know, I think if you're if you're already into the Legend of Korra, you're probably going to get more out of it than most people. Um, there are uh, a a handful of animated cutscenes. Um, there are characters from the show um, besides Korra herself who show up. Um, but it's it's very minor. The narrative is very minor. It's a the story is set between the second and third seasons of the show, um, and it's very much set up as a you know a, a standalone like one and done. Like here's the here's the story, and when it's done, all of the loose ends are wrapped up, and um, they can get onto the third season and don't even have to talk about this having happened at all. Um, so it's it's. Um, it definitely references stuff from the seasons. It there are some character moments that I think if you if you know the characters you will um, kind of be able to smirk at a little bit. But there's nothing there's nothing super there's nothing super necessarily uh, essential about it. So if you're a fan, you don't you shouldn't feel like you need to play it. That said, on the other hand, uh, that does make the game very accessible. If you are not a fan of Legend of Korra or haven't seen the show, it's still very easy to get into. You're not going to be confused by what's going on um the some of the screens in the review look really great like uh almost like they're still from from an animated series themselves does that come across when the game's in in motion a little bit um it's it's got this art style where the characters look really nice i think um they have this sort of cell shading aspect to them that that looks really i don't know if it's actually cell shading i guess but it uh but it looks nice regardless um, the environments though, kind of, uh, kind of throw that off because the environments around them are very bland, um, very, uh, undetailed, uh, you know, just, just kind of, um, blobs of color. And, uh, that, that kind of threw things off for me. That kind of took me out of it a little bit, especially playing, you know, I was playing on the, the Xbox one version primarily. So playing it on a, uh, you know, a, a new generation console, and uh and having such uh low impact visuals was was kind of a bummer phil thank you so much for joining me here on quality control and thanks to you at home for uh listening if you got a question for one of our reviewers you can send them to quality control at polygon.com that email address actually isn't working at the second but we hope it will 
work again soon. Uh, if you don't get through, you can just One email day. justinpolygon.com. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, uh, if you get a second you want to subscribe to the show on iTunes or rate or review us there or maybe just share with a friend, hey, I'm enjoying a new video game podcast. Finally, a podcast about video games. Let me share this with you. Uh, we would we would appreciate that as well. Until next time, for Phil Kohler, I'm Justin McElroy, and thank you for listening to Polygon's Quality Control. Quality Control.